Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Motorcycle Men Podcast. This is episode 121. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we've been doing this 121 times, and you've been crazy enough to listen to every one of them. So I am Ted, like I said, and uh, today we've got a great interview. Uh, joining me today, all the way from San Antonio, right? Correct. Yes, right. sir. San Antonio. Uh, is our brand new friend, Justin, from the Bike and Bird Moto Blog. Do you want to call it Moto Blog or Moto Vlog, or do you want to call it? It's definitely Moto Vlog with moto a V. Moto Vlog with a V. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Justin is here. He's going to tell us all about his vlog and what he's doing and uh, and. His, his home address, his phone number, and where he lives. <laughs> no, he's not going to do that. Just kidding. Justin, Which welcome house, to... Which yeah, house, though? Oh, really? <laughs> no, so, no, no, no. <laughs> Justin, YouTube welcome money to, isn't that great yet. No, well, welcome to the Motorcycle Men podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I, I, I got turned on to your stuff from uh, Dan Dan the Fireman. Yeah, yeah. Me and Dan Dan are good friends. Uh, we've done some, some live streams. Uh, him, myself, and a couple other... Uh, Harley vloggers kind of got together. It's kind of a uh, a small niche market, so we kind of got to stick together. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, um, well, that's just it. There, there's not really. You know, I hate to say that there's not a lot of Harley stuff out there. There's probably more than we know about, but yeah, out in the forefront, there's not really a lot. No, the 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 bigger guys are pretty much all sport bike centered. Uh, there's there's a few that kind of dabble into the Harley here and there. Yeah. But uh, they all got their roots in sport bikes. You know what's going to come up and pass us completely is the adventure bike guys. I I completely agree with that 100%. They're going to come up and pass us big time because while it's been around for a while, it's turning into this mass craze now. And everybody yep. wants to get I want to get into it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, and the thing is, what Dan Dan, the fireman's doing. He's the, he's he's gone both routes. He's crossing. He's I guess it might be even sacrilegious that he's crossing the, the border <laughs> between a, a Harley and adventure biking by doing yeah. both with the same bike. You know, but anyway. No, I love it. I love what he does. I think that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. When I heard that if he was, I had if I had that style of bike and that's well, you do uh, that much riding area. I would. Oh do yeah, it. this is true. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> you know, but uh, but once I heard he's got the Sportster and he's taking it off road, I was like, ooh, I got to check this guy. Yeah. So, anyway, so why don't you why don't you tell us a little bit about your motorcycle self? Mostly motorcycle your, self. Your motorcycle um, self. Okay. Uh, a lot of my life has really been centered around motorcycles. Uh, my dad was one of the old school um, like motocross guys back in the seventies, actually, and uh, he pretty much rode for up until he started working. I guess you could say <laughs> he's one of those that started his career the day after he graduated high school and has been with the same company since then. So hasn't really had much time for riding outside of that. Um, he got me started at a pretty young age. I'd say like maybe three or four just started off on a little 50 CC dirt bike. Uh, from there, I just ah. kind of, so I, you have I was been off road. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, <laughs> all my, all of my roots are off road. So that's oh, okay. another reason why I think Dan Dan is, is crazy for what he does. Cause <laughs> I see some of the terrain that he tries to tackle with a, a 500 pound sports drum. Like, oh, man, man, that would be difficult on a, on a dirt bike. So, no, I definitely has re- I have respect for what he does. But, um, but yeah, I'm I kind of dabbled in some some racing growing up, and that's kind of where my passion lies. Really? Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, then when I was 16, I had a bad, pretty bad crash uh, during a practice, and I hyperextended my ankle. Oh, and, geez. It, it it doesn't sound terrible. Like it doesn't sound as terrible as oh I I crushed three bones in my leg and had right. to get surgery. But um, it's actually it can be a, a a bigger injury in the long run. And it it did turn out that way, unfortunately. And it didn't keep me from riding. It right. just kept me from riding how I wanted to. And that was wide open throttle twenty four seven. Oh, <laughs> you know that crashing during practice doesn't get you any cred, though. You know that. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, and there was only one other person there that saw it. So, like, I don't have any <laughs> video of it or anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's just slide there. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, that knocked me out pretty much. Um, I sold pretty much all my bikes oh. and. Yeah, I didn't last very long. Uh, when I was 18, I believe, uh, I moved here to San Antonio uh, from West Texas 
and it took me maybe about three or four months and uh, went and took the MSF course because it's required here in Texas. Oh, okay. And then uh, As it got should a – it should, absolutely. Uh, I bought a 2009 CBR600RR uh, Honda because um, that's all I rode growing up was Honda. So that was kind of a, a no-brainer for me to go back to what I was used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, had that for about six months and I got laid off from my job. I was working with the railroad. I was 18, 19 years old, making four or five grand a month. So what? really, <laughs> I got outside of my uh, living expenses a little bit. So yeah. when that just kind of got cut off, I kind of just had to sell pretty much everything I had to, you know, survive. <laughs> wow. Working uh, on the railroad. Then, you know, there's a song about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, after I sold that, I uh, regretted it instantly, but it was just one of those, I can't, if I can't afford it, I can't afford it. I mean, right. simple as that. And um, that lasted about a year and a half, two years. And uh, during that time, my dad was, he finally got his Harley. He was, he had been talking about it forever because he was getting up into his, his, his years too. So the off-road option was kind of dwindling for him as well. Right. Um, and he finally made his dream come true and bought a 2014 uh, Ultra Classic. Oh, God, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't hold back, right? No, no, no. Uh, he, he works for the railroad. That's what he's been doing since the day he graduated high school. So oh, okay. money wasn't an issue for him. <laughs> right. Like father, like son, right? Absolutely. Yeah, funny story about that one. He took it in for an oil change and walked out with a 2017 Ultra Classic. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so the moral of that story is, kids, don't get your oil changed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good. He got new oil, though. So, yeah, this is true. Mission accomplished. <laughs> no, but I, I uh, once I kind of got my feet back under me again, I, I made him a promise that I would buy a Harley. And um, it took me about a year and a half to save up for a down payment, and that's when I bought my uh, 2014 Sportster um, Iron 883. I didn't go for the, the 1200, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, I just wanted to get back on two wheels. That was pretty much my my main hist- my main goal, and uh, that's kind of when I stumbled into the world of moto vlogging and just kind of took off from there. Wow! So now let's say so somebody finds your channel on YouTube mm-hmm. for the first time, and what can they expect from a, a biking bird video? You know, just tell us about the moto vlog and a little bit about biking bird, biking bird. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it, it's really a roll of a dice, and I think that's I think that's kind of what draws people to the channel is they're not going to get the same thing week after week. I mean, there's I always noticed. that concrete. <laughs> yeah, there's always that concrete foundation of just your regular moto vlogs, but it's really just uh, like I said, a roll of the dice. I've got people that comment and say, "Hey, I found you through the build series," or "Hey, I found you through this install video." It's that's that's what I pride the channel on is just always throwing something new into the, the mix. Yeah. Wow. So now what, the, what, what, the, what's with the name? How did, what does the name mean? <laughs> I get that. I get asked that quite a I'm bit. Sure you do. <laughs> so, um, I also grew up a big car guy. I was always really into cars. I really loved, uh, the modern muscle. Um, and when I started the channel, I kind of wanted to leave my options open as to what I could do with it. And at the time, I had a 2001 Firebird Trans Am. Okay. And it was kind of my goal to kind of build up both the bike and that car and kind of feature those both. Oh, um, I get it. So the bike was, of course, for the bike, and the bird was for the the Firebird. Okay. Um, when I was in college, I was majoring in marketing, and one thing they always focused on was um, alliteration. So bike and bird, the, the two Bs, it rolls off the tongue. It, it, it's easy to remember. Right. Uh, so kind of rolled with that name and it stuck and just never really did anything with the car because I just got so involved in the motorcycle side of it that I just didn't have the time or the money for the car. I actually ended up selling the car <laughs> because I was just so <laughs> into the bikes. <laughs> yeah, because you know, now that you say that, you know, I, I look at your videos, I go, there isn't a Firebird in any of these videos. <laughs> so, no, there's not a single video. Not a single video. Do you mention it at all? No. No, no. Yeah, I've mentioned Do it you? on okay. some of the Q&As, and I show, I show pictures of it oh, here okay. and there, but it's never actually been on uh, okay. video. 
Uh, so what gave you the idea to start doing the blog to start with? You know, what inspired you to do it? Um, it was just one of those things that I went down the rabbit hole of YouTube one day. and <laughs> yeah, uh, that can happen. <laughs> I stumbled apro- uh, across a channel. Uh, it was actually Duel with Dan. Uh, he's one of the, the, the one of the biggest motovloggers still to this day. Um, and I just started, I mean, recommended video out of recommended video, just finding more and more motovloggers and realizing that it's, it was a huge community. And... Um, Prior to that, I was I was really into the media. I've been making videos since I can remember. Uh, I've always been into photography, videography. I did it professionally, kind of in between the railroad and my current job. Did it for about a year and a half, uh, where I pretty much traveled the country and just did videos. And so it was one of those. I've got I've got the bike. I've got all of the skills. I've got all the equipment. It was just it was literally the combination of my two passions into one. It just made sense. <laughs> yeah, I can see how. So let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk motorcycles a little bit. Tell us about okay. the the your, your current bikes. Apparently, you don't, you don't just have one. You're one. No. Of, you're one of those guys. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those. Guys. Okay, so why don't you tell us about what you got? <laughs> so when I when I sold the Trans Am, I actually paid off the Sportster and then some. Um, so I took that remaining balance and I put that towards a Triumph Speed Triple. Ooh. Um, and I loved the bike. I absolutely loved it. It was it was fast as hell, but I just got so bored with it. I got super bored with it. I got it from a buddy of mine, so I got a really really killer deal on it. So I had a bunch of built-in equity, but he he'd already done a lot of the work to it. He already done the exhaust, the frame sliders, pretty much everything. And it was at that moment that I realized that I love building the bikes almost more than I like riding them. Oh, so. Okay. When I couldn't do anything with that bike and I didn't really have the financial means to take that bike to the track and really take it to its full potential, I realized it was kind of time for a change. Mm -hmm. So I traded that in for a 2017 Dyna Street Bob. Uh, I kind of settled on that just because I, I just, I, I love the Southern California club style look. And mm-hmm. that was kind of the, the base for a lot of those bikes. It was either that or a low rider, mm-hmm. but with the street Bob, I got a lot more of the, the blacked out options. Right. Um, so I, I kind of went that route and I fell in love with it. I didn't think I would love that bike as much as I do, but it has been a godsend. Oh, really? <laughs> I absolutely love that bike. Now, did yeah. you, were you pissed when Harley discontinued the Dynaline? Um, considering that it could potentially make my bike value increase substantially, not really. Because no. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I got, I got. That's actually another reason why I got it for such a good deal is because I had built an equity right. in the bike I traded in. Plus, it, I bought that bike two weeks before they announced the 2018s. So they were trying to get those things out the door as fast oh, as they okay. possibly could. So ah. I was. I was out the door with tax tile and everything under MSRP. Now, what bike do you ride more? You ride now. You have a Sportster also, don't you? You got. You still Correct. have the eight eighty three. I do have the eighty three still. No, uh, what's of the of the two? I, I, I'm getting. I think I already know the answer to this, but which is your favorite? Ah <laughs> oh, man, favorite is a tough one. I definitely ride uh, just because it suits my riding. Uh, I lost you there a little bit. What what did you say? I said I definitely uh, I wouldn't be able to pick a favorite, but I do ride the Dyna more often. Oh, okay. Just because it suits my my riding style a little mm-hmm. bit better, and I'm also a bigger dude. I'm I'm six two, two hundred seventy pounds. So a Sportster is not you're the not, most. You're not a big guy. <laughs> not not at all. No. Uh, so, uh, what kind of no? You've done some mods to your bike. So like, tell us a little bit about the, some of the mods that you did. Oh boy, that's that's, <laughs> just a, that's a list, right? Yeah, it it definitely is a list. Uh, the Sportster has already gone through its entire quote unquote build series. Uh, a lot of people don't like the word build because I didn't put the bike together, but the take stuff off and modify it and put it back on series doesn't really roll off the tongue as well. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's an acronym <laughs> for that somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but on the Sportster, uh, we pretty much stripped it down to frame and motor. Everything else came off and either got uh, modified or replaced. So uh, it's custom paint. Uh, the wheels are custom painted. I have the Shinko white walls on it. Um, all the DK custom stuff you could buy for it. So I got the Speedo, or not the Speedo, the, uh, the coil and ignition relocation, you name it. 
Wow. And then um, shortly Good. after the build series was done, I got a, sh- a pair of air ride shocks off of a road glide and fit those up to it. Wow. Which uh, is you, definitely. I unique. see you got the. I see you got the. Uh, you got a tank lift on there. Also. Correct. It's a two and a half inch tank lift, so it's a little bit bigger than what most people go with. But uh, that's kind of why I wanted it. I wanted to be a little bit out there. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now, the white walls on there gives it an interesting look. Now, that's also obviously custom paint on there. Correct. Yeah. the The paint is actually matched to my truck because I love the white that was on my truck. So mm-hmm. I had them match the paint code to my truck and then um the 883 is actually vinyl that i cut so imagine um, that yeah i mean you are in (laughs) business after all yeah all right it was a it was a very cheap mod that really made it pop and and really bring the whole bike together and then um of course the front fairing stripes are pretty iconic to that bike It, it really isn't something that you see what i like to do is i like to take different parts of different styles and kind of piece them together so I uh, kind of went. I didn't want to go the full bobber route. I didn't want to go the full retro route. So I kind of just kind of picked and, and sh- uh, choose different things from different styles. Yeah, I mean, you got the you got those uh, slammed bars on front, so you're kind of like almost cafe racer ish Bob. So I don't know how you're gonna. Yeah, it's yeah. it's all over the place, yeah. really. <laughs> how many miles it's you got now? Um, I think I'm coming up on seven thousand. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. that's not too bad. Now, the, the Dyna. Tell us about that. So I bought the Dyna back in July and <laughs> uh, started the build series pretty much right out the gate. Um, like I said, I got it brand new off the showroom floor. Um, shortly after buying it, though, I got reached out to by a company, uh, Get Lowered Cycles, and they wanted to uh, sponsor the build series. And they have helped me out so much with pretty much every single part on the bike. Um started off with uh, a new seat because as we all know harley seats are garbage uh went with the saddleman two up seat there mm-hmm. uh replaced the headlights um i put vance and Hines short shots which i actually got gifted to me nice I, yeah it was it was kind of like a um one of my actually one of another moto vloggers friends had just taken the pipes off of his bike and he's like hey man i got these coming off if you just pay shipping you can have them so i was like sweet wow so got some vance and heinz uh straight shots for i think 35 bucks is what i ended up paying for for shipping wow <laughs> after that um i took the badges off which everyone kind of lost their minds about and then i put on the blacked out um bar and shield and then everyone lost their mind about how great it looked i was like i know what i'm doing guys <laughs> but it's the internet so you know people are gonna yeah, react all right uh, uh blacked out the forks with some uh wrapping vinyl uh, then i put the memphis shades uh road warrior fairing along with the lucky dave t-bars um after that i believe was the shocks i uh, went with the fox performance 13 and a half inch piggyback shocks and that completely changed the feel of the bike. I absolutely love those. And then actually last night I just filmed episode seven, which was the stage one. We did the uh, two brothers, two into one exhaust, Vance Hines intake, and the fuel pack. Wow! So it's <laughs> I have not wasted. Have you? A have second you well, since you did the stage up. one, did you notice the difference with the stage one? Well, I finished it at ten thirty last night. Oh, and... so you haven't had a chance. <laughs> oh God! No, it's. Winter finally hit us today, and uh, it's well, been. Well, define winter in Texas. <laughs> well, the, t- today you can kind of, kind of not call us out because we're in the the mid thirties right now. So no way, really. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't feel so bad then because that's where <laughs> no. we're at. Yeah, we uh, we get these weird like roller coaster effects in the winter. It's just right. we'll, we'll go from. 75 to 35 within 24 hours. I mean, just constantly up and down, up and down. <laughs> well, before I talk, I want to talk to you about the riding in Texas. But before I get into that, uh, the Sportster, you call Mia. Correct. And the, the Street Bob, you call Molly. Do, yes. do, do I have to ask you to explain that? <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I've had this this uh, rule for a while. And this is this goes back to my car days, is that every time I got a new vehicle or anything like that i named them after after porn stars <laughs> so <laughs> mia was of course after mia khalifa and then molly 
was actually the uh, one of the cam girls that she was the one that got called out for that fake uh, shark bite video for cam soda. Her name was Molly. I can't remember her last name. But uh, when that story broke, someone screenshot it, sent to me, and, and they said, uh, "I found I found the name of your next bike," and I was like, "I love it." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You know, you hear guys say, "Well, they've named their bike," but most times they don't tell you where it comes from. Just as the name yeah. of the bike. Right, so. <laughs> wow. So, so how's the how was the riding in Texas? Uh, it depends on what part. Uh, Texas oh, is well, your is part. Huge. <laughs> well, yeah. Te- Texas is huge. It's um, but my part is arguably the best part in Texas. I can I can be in some of the the best roads in Texas within an hour. So I'm I'm very 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 spoiled at where I live right now. So there's a there's a couple roads called the Twisted Sisters. Um, they're kind I've of infamous. Of I've heard yeah, of they're they're pretty famous. I think they're up there with like the tail of the dragon and things like that. So um, that's about an hour and a half from my house. Um, we don't do it very often though because if we want to do the full Twisted Sisters loop, it's about a four hundred mile ride. Yeah, and um, about two hundred miles of that is extremely technical riding, so it can it can really wear down the body. Wow! But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at some pictures right now. Oh, oh, it yay, is. Yay, yay. Oh, that it is so nice. Neat. <laughs> now, how long of a loop is that? Um, I'm not too sure. Uh, from from my house to go up there, do the loop, and come back, I want to say it's around 375 miles. Wow! But I'm not exactly sure how, if you just because there's a there's a, a meeting point right there in uh, Leaky that that's kind of the the motorcycle hub, and uh, I'm not sure what the full loop. Okay, well, wait a minute. I'm actually reading some text while you're talking. Not that I was ignoring you or anything, <laughs> but it says here it's a 100-mile loop. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So someday we, we make it to Texas, and then you take us out there. Oh, absolutely. Do you have any, do you have, aside from the, the Twisted Sisters, do you have any favorites, rides, or destinations you'd like to hit? I, absolutely, and it's, it's pretty notorious on the channel. Uh, I have one road. It's a... Uh, called Silo Vista Drive and it's in a the only downside of it, it's in a very rich part of San Antonio it's actually um, actually Tim Duncan's house is on it uh, so you do have to watch out for for blind driveways and things like that but uh, it's it's not very long it's probably maybe five miles if that but it's just some very deep angled twisty technical riding and I like to hit it as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> and that's in San Antonio, huh? Yeah, it's like... just outside of San Antonio, yeah. Okay. So you, you, like, you like to terrorize the uh, the rich people. I, a I get bit. I, A little. Yeah. I get it. I get it. That's all right. <laughs> so now, one of the, I've been going through your videos, and uh, one of which caught my attention, and it was freaking funny as hell. Uh, tell us about the car wash video, and what, <laughs> and what was the bet that he lost? Oh, the car wash video. Fun, fun story about that is that that video actually did get licensed by uh, Break dot com. So that no might, way. That might be paying <laughs> off here shortly. Wow. <laughs> um, so the bet. So uh, the guy that actually lost the bet, uh, he goes by Team Bradley. Uh, him and another one of the channel regulars, Damn It Donnie, were always in competition with each other to see who could get the first comment on the video. So whenever the video go live, they'd always go first and be like, ah, damn it. I lost or "Ah, I finally beat you. And, uh, it, it just got annoying to me. So (laughs) I, uh, I pitted the rest of the subscribers against them and I gave them a five video challenge. So team Bradley and damn it, Donnie had to team up to beat. I think I had like 4,000 subscribers at the time. So they had to beat the other 3,998 people to the first comments on the videos. And uh, if they if they did it five times, then they won. But if they lost within those five episodes, yeah. whoever beat them to the comment would get to choose who went through the automatic car wash. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, they lost on the very first video. <laughs> did they really? <laughs> very first video. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, was that what, now? What episode? I don't tell everybody which. Where to, you know, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to that video so everybody can go <laughs> see it. Um, but you, you, don't, you don't number your episodes, do you? Uh, I did it first, but um, 
after doing some research, I found that it, it could potentially hurt your search results. Really? Because if someone sees it and sees, they might see it's in episode, you know, 243, they might think, oh, well, I'm not going to understand the video. Kind of like when you're picking up a TV show, like you don't oh, want to pick up yeah. midway through season two. Right, right. So I kind of just strayed away from the episodes. <laughs> I think I got like 70 videos or something before I stopped, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put a, uh, a link to that video in the show notes so everybody can check that out. Uh, it's a good one. <laughs> well, it seems like you've got a fun crew that you ride with. Do they, are these the same guys you always ride with? Uh, I have I have my uh, my few that I, I ride with pretty regularly. Um, funny story about most of them is uh, shortly after I started the channel, uh, they have what's called the Texas Motovlogger Meetup. And that's when all of the motovloggers in Texas and some from all over the country will come and have a big meet. And uh, I organized a ride from San Antonio to Austin, which is where the meet was held. Right. And I would say all of my crew, aside from Team Bradley, I knew Team Bradley before he even rode, um, I met at that that first event. And they just kind of stuck around, and now they're literally some of the best friends I have. That's I mean, awesome. I've, I've been to some of their weddings. Um, I'm sure if that time comes for me, they'll be going to my weddings. <laughs> but uh, literally just, I mean, the, the best guys you could ask for. Right. It's, 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 a great, it's, a, it's a great team. Everyone kind of knows their role of <laughs> bringing entertainment to the channel. <laughs> okay. That's, and, uh, now, are most of these guys Harley dudes? Almost uh, all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, damn it, Donnie started on a. Uh, he rides a Moto Guzzi every now and then. It's technically his dad's bike, but his dad doesn't live in town, so he prefers him riding it every now mm-hmm. and then. Uh, but he also had a Suzuki Bandit. But after riding oh. with us for so long, he sold his car. This is my understanding. He sold his car, sold the Bandit, and then bought a Road King. Yeah, there so you go. He's a uh, he's a daily rider now. So I made fun of him today having to ride to work in 35 degrees. Nice. <laughs> well, here it is. I found found your video. So Team Bradley, I, he well, he rides an Iron 883, correct? Which is a badass bike. I love that bike. Yeah. All right. So now let's let's talk about your videos. Okay. Now your videos are different in that you interject little bits and pieces of creativity in them. Which I find quite amusing, actually. <laughs> um, th- no, that, that's it's a lot of editing. That's a tremendous amount of editing. Oh, now, yeah. do, you, do you have help doing this, or is this all solo? Oh, it's all solo. Oh, Everything from thumbnails to videos to importing, downloading, exporting. It's all it's all me. Now, how long does it usually take you to make one bike and bird video? Oh, it it varies a lot. Uh, if I'm doing just like a regular moto vlog, I can usually knock them out. Mm, start to finish probably about 45 minutes right but uh some of the bigger um episodes like the group ride videos when you've got multiple audios coming in or the build series when you're dealing with really um high quality focus shots those can take me anywhere between i'd say 10 and 24 hours in total i feel your pain man (laughs) it really upsets me too because I don't want to put out subpar content, but at the same time, there's no correlation between the amount of time I put into a video <laughs> and how it performs. So whether it's 24 hours editing or 45 minutes, I usually get about the same view rate unless it goes viral or something like that. So. Ah, okay. Does uh, Ms. Bird help out and ride with you? Um, she She helps me out sometimes by just uh, making sure that I have other stuff taken care of. So sometimes like if, if we had a, a big day with the business or something like that, she'll say, Hey, don't worry about it. I'll do the orders. You just edit. Yeah. Uh, she's learned over the past year and a half, two years that the faster or the more that she leaves me alone, the more I get done and the quicker I get done and get to go spend time with her. There you go. So <laughs> I tell you what uh, though, I really like when you guys do mail time. Oh, everyone loves me. That's, that's awesome. Been... <laughs> I mean, that's really a cool thing. I mean, uh, it's yeah. Friends I of mine. Think... I don't. I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Del Boy's Garage. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so absolutely. every once in a while, he, he, more often than not, he he brings in Penny, his wife, and they do a Q and A thing or a giveaway or something like that. And it's always a great episode when yeah. they do that. And just like we said, when you have uh, Ms. Bird in there helping you out, that's that's really cute. It's really a lot of fun. Yeah. She uh she really she really enjoys it too. I didn't I didn't think when I 
first even mentioned mail time being a thing that it would it would come out to what it has been. I mean, we've done nine episodes already, and the the support has just been outstanding. I mean, I've got chips from coming in from all over the place already. I mean, we've got I literally we're sitting right next to my computer here. I've got a, a stack of packages that we still just haven't filmed the episodes for. No kidding! Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's about there's about a month to two months of uh, delay from when we get a package to when it goes live just because of the backlog right now. Now, when you say you get a package, what kind of packages are you getting? <laughs> Usually they're just um, just bubble mailers with a, a letter and a poker chip from their local Harley dealership. Oh, no kidding. You know, the yeah, poker that... chip thing really, I don't, I didn't, I don't understand it. I, I, I really don't. <laughs> I, I don't get, I, I get it. I, th- I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm the same exact way. I didn't know it was a thing until... Uh, it's actually my parents that actually turned me on to it because they do they do Sturgis and things. Yeah. Um, they they go out to Colorado all the time, and uh, they started picking them up. I was like, well, this is a, this is a cool collection. So I kind of started my own. And then uh, when I was thinking about mail time, I've I've examined other uh, YouTubers, not even just motovloggers specifically, but one thing that makes their mail time successful is when they have a specific thing. Yeah. Um, for example, one of the, uh, one of the more popular motovloggers, he did those little pop figures, those little stubby looking action figures. And he's got walls of them now. Literally he covers the walls of his house. No kidding. Wow. Because people would just, Oh, like they want to send the favorite character from their favorite cartoon or their favorite superhero movie or something like that. So it's a way to, it's a way to tie something personal for them to give it to the creator. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get and it. I think that's kind of what I struck with the poker chips too. Plus, they're a dollar twenty-five, so it's really well. See, see, now there, I just figured it out. See, yep. the poker chip from whatever dealership it is is mm-hmm. the cheaper and probably more acceptable uh, version of the Harley Davidson T-shirt. Exactly. Okay, so because I mean, how many freaking T-shirts can you have, and where do you put them, right? Exactly. So, I mean, I must have five hundred T-shirts, <laughs> right? But and I can't wear them all. Uh, no. But a poker chip is pretty cool. That's a good idea. I, that's I like that. I like that. I'll see yeah. if I can get one from uh, the local dealer here, and I'll get. I'll send oh, it. That'd be you. awesome. I right. appreciate that. Um, and uh, going back to your other question, uh, Miss Bird, uh, she does. She used to ride with me a lot more often. Uh, once I got the Dyna, we found out that it doesn't have passenger pegs. Right. And uh, at the same time I bought the Dyna, she actually bought her own bike about a month after. Oh, there you go. So she's been trying to uh, to learn herself. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing pretty good. Um, we're doing some neighborhood rides now and things like that. But uh, it's really just a confidence thing with her. Yes. And I completely understand. I mean, that's what I was telling her when I was trying to help her learn is I, I started riding when I could barely walk. So I it's so hard to be in her shoes. Right. Wow. But what, what kind of bike did she get? Which she get? Uh, she bought a Ninja 300. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Just might as well put her on a Hayabusa, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, no. They're know, very they're very muted. Um, really? The 300 is a, a great starter bike. It's absolutely awesome. Um, mostly because it's it's basically a sport bike or a uh, dirt bike with fairings. It, <laughs> really, it, it okay. rides exactly the same. No kidding. The, the wow. weight is so light. It's the, everything on the bike is just muted. The throttle is muted. The clutch is muted, which is what you want when you're starting off. Oh, and okay. uh, but it also it's, it's not a Harley though. It's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you question that? <laughs> no, I was actually the one that pushed her towards oh, the 300 <laughs> okay. because I just felt like she was going to get, in the long run, she was going to get more bike because the 300, um, going from the 250 to the 300 completely changes the game as far as starter bikes go mm-hmm. because that extra 50 cc's allows you to do pretty much any road. So you can go 70 miles an hour on the 300, no problem. Right. And with the 250, that wasn't really an option. Oh. So. Uh, and once again, we did buy it from a, a friend of ours, and we got a, a stupid deal. He had gotten a job offer in Florida, and he was having to pretty much sell a lot of stuff. And he'd been, he had that on the market for, I think, 10 months at the time. Wow. So she just threw him an offer, and he took it. So you know, yeah, you, again, a lot of, you, a lot of, you have a lot of friends giving you guys stupid deals. <laughs> I mean. That's, <laughs> that's just one benefit, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's good, that's good to have yeah. friends like that. Yeah, that guy was actually my one of my best friends from middle school, actually. So, oh, wow. that was just that was just luck of the draw, really. <laughs> I, I know you're hanging out waiting for the next good deal to come along. 
You know that. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty set where I am right now. Yeah, until I, the next good deal comes along. <laughs> <laughs> Until those 2018 fat bobs start coming down, I really oh, don't yeah. see myself. You like that? You like that thing? I didn't at first. When they first came out, I was kind of I was kind of skeptical about them. Not because it wasn't a diner or anything like that. I don't have enough brand loyalty to to really mm-hmm. hate going from two shocks to one shock. I can understand the performance enhancement of it, but when I saw it in person for the first time, is what sold me. Ah. I saw one in person. I was like, that is a awesome looking bike now i don't know how it rides because our harley dealerships here don't like test rides but really and it's uh it's so aggravating to, well, to the, you know the, the demo ride, it's like the, yeah. breaking their arms but, but the demo truck will be coming by in the spring yeah yeah and Do we'll it. definitely be hitting that absolutely <laughs> so which part of making the videos is your favorite you, get, oh, you, know, you have the most fun doing definitely not the editing <laughs> <laughs> oh come on um I would really say when I get to shoot off the bike now, like when I film the build series episodes, when I get when I'm able to put my gear to use, basically, uh, because being in the the media scene for so long, I have a lot of talent that doesn't really come through with just your regular moto blog. So when I'm able to get shots off the bike and put, like I said, put my gear to use, that's probably my most fun. Um, Outside of that, though, is just the experiences. Never knowing, like, when you meet up at the gas station that morning, like, what is going to happen today? This could be, I could film an accident today. I could film the funniest clip I've ever filmed. I could have the worst video I've ever had. It's just that, that's, uh, that unknown factor, I think, is really what keeps me going. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of camera gear, why mm-hmm. don't you tell us about that? Because it seems like you have a crap load of it. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about your gear and what, what you use to create your videos? Uh, it's it's not nearly as much as what I used to have, what? <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, the, yeah, the list you have on your website is insane. Yeah, take that and multiply it by about five, and that's about what I used to have. Oh, my God. Uh, when I was doing it professionally, I had a lot more to, to work with. Uh, but right now, uh, my main camera on my helmets is the GoPro Hero 4 Silver. Uh, I, I still to this day will say that it's the best camera for motovlogging, uh, specifically for the quality and the simplicity of it. You don't okay. have to have these big giant adapters that you have with the 5 and the 6, and uh, the audio on it is fantastic. Well, so, your audio is fantastic. I love the audio. Thank from you. The, it's great. Yeah. I also have a music background, so I'm able to actually master my audio, which is a, a step a lot of creators will skip oh but uh knowing what microphone to use how to mount your microphone and how to master the audio is really a uh, a, a big key oh yeah but um so i have the hero 4 for the on bike stuff i also have a secondary hero 4 that i use for the on bike shots so that's on the bike looking back at me mm-hmm. i don't use that one too often anymore because with the dyna having 14 inch t-bars it's really hard to find a mount that just doesn't just shake it to hell. So <laughs> I usually just keep that camera because I run my GoPro backpack off of it, which will capture all the audio that I'm hearing in my Cena. Right. So that's how I get the audio for all the, uh, the group rides and stuff like that. Um, off the bike, I actually just recently downgraded, well, quote unquote downgraded, um, to a Canon T5i. Uh, the reason I, I quote unquote downgraded uh, downgraded from a Canon 7D. Um, Canon 7D and the Canon T5i have very similar internals, so the guts are really similar. But um, a 7D was very bulky, very heavy, and it's very durable. You can take that thing and beat it to hell and back, and it's still going to work. Mm-hmm. T5i is more on the consumer grade, uh, mostly plastic. Uh, but it's it stays cooler, which was a big thing for me being in Texas. When I'm shooting in the garage, my 70 was overheating constantly. Um, and then speaking of overheating, I just recently upgraded my lighting setup to a um, LED setup. So oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what I use in the garage now. And it oh my god, I used it for the first time last night, and it was a world of difference. Which was funny because it was 45 degrees last night. <laughs> you know, you wish you had the other lights then. <laughs> wow. So yeah, you have a lot. You have a lot of stuff here, and so I, I imagine you have this already set up and ready to roll. You don't have to do any uh, setups before you do your video. You're pretty much set to go. But what software are you using uh, on your computer? And what, as far as it goes for your audio gear for making your videos, what are you using? Um, the software I use is uh, called Adobe Premiere Pro. Oh, okay, CC. yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I've been using Adobe Premiere since I was, I think, 12 years old. Uh, so I'm super familiar with it. And that's just what I've used my, like I said, my entire life. So I'm very familiar with it. I know how to do a lot of stuff with it. Um, audio wise, uh, my on camera or my on bike stuff, I use a Sony uh, something seven mic. It's pretty much your your go to microphone for moto vlogging. Okay. Pretty much every moto vlogger and their mom is using this microphone. Is that the one that has like the 15 foot cable on it? No, okay. no, this one's this one's about a, maybe a two foot cable, if that. I gotta find it's the that one mic. that you can buy. Um, you can buy for seventeen bucks at Best Buy, so that's probably what made it so popular to begin with. But it is a great microphone if you if you protect it as far as like a, what's called a dead cat. It's like that fluffy material right, that goes yeah. around mics. Um, you really have to pack that stuff on and, and then mount it in a good place in your helmet, and you can get amazing audio. And then one thing that. One little trick for anyone wanting to do motovlogs out here. Um, the stereo microphone has a left and right channel. Don't mm-hmm. mount it left and right. Mount it up and down. That way you can solo in on just your voice or you can solo in on primarily your engine noise. So if you want your uh, bike you to be coming through, you can do the one that's pointing down and then the voice pointing up. Um, oh, I see. So, yeah. And then for my off-bike stuff, I use a uh, Rode shotgun mic, uh, the VideoGo mic. It's about $200, um, not worth the money, to be honest, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay. it, it works better than the, right. just the, the one built in. Yeah, the on, the, uh, on the website, you have listed the ECM uh, C, uh, CS3 microphone. CS3, yes, yeah. that's it, ECM, yeah. That's the one you're using? Correct. I oh, have okay. four of those. <laughs> <laughs> four? I think you need five. I've got, I've got one in my helmet, one in Miss Bird's helmet, and then I have two for off-helmet use that we use for the Mailtime episodes and like my intros and stuff for the build series. Yeah. Now, some other moto bloggers are using drones, like you know, like, like Dan. He's using Dan, a drone. Yeah. And some, you know, we, it's some killer footage. Now, have you ever considered doing that? I actually had it in my cart. I actually got approved for an Amazon credit card just so I could buy one. And I sat there and I looked at the cart and I said, you know what? I'm going to wait 24 hours. If I still want it after 24 hours, I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. Cause it was like $1,400 after. Oh my it's all God. Said. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, I'm going to wait 24 hours. I'm going to see if I still want it for 24 hours. Um, I held off on it, and that day I got approval to start working from home, which would require a whole new Ooh. computer desk, computer chair, all that kind of stuff. Right. And that ended up being about $800 after it was all said and done with. So so goodbye, drone. <laughs> goodbye, drone. Uh, definitely yeah. want one in the future. Uh, another kind of setback that's kind of making me kind of question it is San Antonio's airport is smack dab in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. You can't fly a drone within two miles of an airport or within the uh, runways, basically. So if you know the the runway is pointing due southwest at sixty five degrees, you can't fly in that path. For, right, of course not. Yeah. I think it's like five or ten miles, which makes sense. Yeah, of course. But with the international airport being smack dab in the middle and us having, I believe, three air force bases in town, <laughs> it really, really restricts. So you're I pretty can... much out of luck there. But 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 if you go an hour outside, like if you go to uh, the Twisted Sisters Road, I yeah. guess you're okay there, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there you absolutely. go. And that's and that's kind of what I want to do. It's just I I have to weigh the the fourteen hundred dollar price tag. Yeah, with, is it going to bring fourteen hundred dollars worth of content to <laughs> yeah, to well, the channel? Well, it's definitely on the list, though. Well, I guess. Do you have any plans to uh, expand your videos into anything more, a little more full length? Um, not in the near future. Um, I'm what like I said earlier. I don't want to put out subpar content, so. Until I'm at the point where I can do something that I feel that I'm, I'm proud of, mm-hmm. I don't really want to invest any any time into it. Because like I said, my, my, my time is my most valuable resource. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, we, I've got some ideas floating around. But like I said, until, until something changes time-wise, right. uh, it's probably not going to come to fruition. But uh, if some miracle happens and I start doing YouTube full-time, then yeah, it's definitely going to gonna happen okay but um i i am this uh upcoming year 2018 we do have a lot more of uh trips planned so that's one thing that's kind of missing from the channel is out of town trips motorcycle so, trips absolutely oh yeah, motorcycle trips yeah so what, what we're wanting you, to what kind of trips are we talking about 
Um, one that's kind of in the works right now is we do want to go out to Big Bend National Park, which is um, near the U.S.-Mexico border, very mm-hmm. close to where I grew up. Okay. And um, great, great scenery, great roads out there. Now, that would be a place to take the drone because it is very out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, if you've ever seen the, the, the movie No Country for Old Men, that's where it was filmed. So, oh, okay. Uh, just gorgeous scenery out there. And um, – very good for photography too. I have uh, a little bit of. I, I love night photography and astrophotography, and it's it's gold mines out there for that kind of stuff. So just making the trip for that alone would be would be worth it. Um, outside of that, we have. I don't. We haven't really came up with a name with it so far, but we planned out how long it would take to hit every Harley dealership in Texas, and it came out to about a fourteen hundred mile ride. Ooh. to do the the shortest route like that's the the shortest you can ride to hit every dealership so right. i don't think we're going to hit it all in one trek because mm-hmm. i think we did the math and it would be like nine days so um but we might do like a a northeast southwest style mm-hmm. um if you just two or three days take a long weekend and and just pretty much see the entire state of texas and really just focus on on the state and then um, in October, we're actually planning on uh, – I'm actually – we are actually planning on flying out to Florida to meet up with uh, Blockhead, who is another oh, yeah, Harley yeah, Moto. Yeah. And uh, spend a, a week or so out there riding with him and meeting up with all his guys and just making videos. Wow. So, Make it down to the Keys. You're going in October? That's a goal. You're going to, in October? Most likely. Okay. It's I'll be, I'll be down – well, I'll be down in the Keys the first week in November. Okay. So, so there you go. We, uh, if we overlap. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be an awesome video. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> that'd be awesome. How, how many hours a week do you spend making videos? Uh, it really depends. It it, uh, it fluctuates quite a bit. Um, if I had to just estimate, though, I would probably say between regular, maybe between 10 and 20 hours. Plus working a, a full-time job. Plus and, a 40-hour job and a business. And a business. Yeah. <laughs> You're an animal. Plus riding, I, you have to. Of course, now you, that's not including your riding, is it? No, that's not including ride. Time. That's not include ride time. But no. wow! So, how can people watch your videos and learn more about Biking Bird? Uh, well, the channel um, is at youtube.com backslash Biking Bird. Uh, they can also uh, follow me on Instagram. I do post a lot of sneak peeks and stuff like that on Instagram. Uh, it's bike underscore in underscore bird. Uh, as well as on uh, Twitter and Facebook, same thing. Uh, Facebook is where I post most of uh, my events. I host a lot of uh, group rides and things like that, mm-hmm. and um, that's where most of those go down. I'll do most of the announcements on YouTube, but uh, if you're anywhere local to the San Antonio area or any of the surrounding cities, we got people that come down from Austin, Dallas, Houston that come out for the rides wow. too, so it's it's always a great time. Wow. Do you have, do you have a lot of local um when I say local, I mean within Texas. A lot of viewers from Texas that check you guys out. I had a lot more than I thought. Really? And the reason I say that oh. is because I, I got people that will come out to rides and and stuff like that. But uh, I went out to a charity event for uh, Guardians of the Children uh, about a month or two ago, and I got spotted left and right there. I felt like a celebrity. I mean, people <laughs> just just I mean, every ten minutes, hey, you're that guy on YouTube, yeah. So. Um, I don't have like a specific uh, percentage of demographic, but I I would say it's it's pretty even. Honestly, I get a lot of people from up north that follow the channel just to ride vicariously through <laughs> through the winter months. So, <laughs> all right, um, okay. Well, I tell you what. Well, one more thing I just wanted to ask you about with regard with regard to uh, motorcycles and riders. I mean, as you know, we're we're hearing a lot from the industry that. Uh, there's not enough new bikers out there, and that's it's kind of hurting the industry. So in your opinion, what can we do as seasoned riders or have been riding for a while do to get younger people or new riders on bikes? I mean, I don't mean to pat myself on the back right now, but if you just scroll through the comments of not only me but, like, the bigger moto vloggers, it's just – constantly i'm getting a bike when i when i turned 16 you 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 uh pushed me to get my first motorcycle i mean we talk like i said me blockhead uh, dan dan moto noob we talk all the time about getting messages of 
hey, I'm I'm thinking about taking the course. What would you recommend? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's all from the videos. And like I said, I went to college for marketing. And one thing they say is uh, for your target demographic, you have to be your target demographic. So, for example, all every kid kid watches YouTube for hours and hours yeah. and hours and hours. They're on Facebook for hours and hours and hours and hours. So getting getting videos, I think, is really going to be the key just yeah. because – um, I mean, you know it probably just as well as anyone else that even the sport bike guys have a stigma of being quote unquote bikers. And really, that's that's like they call themselves the one percent for a reason. Those are it's a very small smidgen of bikers that give off that that vibe. And I right. think until that that wall is kind of broken down and they kind of see what it's actually like. I think that uh, we'll continue to see that decline, but I, I wouldn't be selling my motorcycle stock just yet. I don't think that we're yeah, no. quite on the decline that all the the Daily Mail and everyone are are trying to play it off as. Right. If there were a program out there available, uh, would you be interested or consider? Would you consider mentoring somebody new to motorcycling? Oh, absolutely. That's and that's one thing that. A lot of people will, will compliment me on is I, I respond to 90% of my comments. So if they ask a question, I try to help as much as possible. And I, I'll get the response. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you responded. I'm like, I'm I'm just a YouTuber. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Brad Pitt here. Okay? I guess so. Everyone, everyone started somewhere. Right. Everyone had that day one. Everyone had that, that, that first time jitters. So anything that I can do to kind of keep them on the right path or not the right path, but the path to continue with motorcycling as opposed to falling to the norm of, you know, the other 50% of boring society and never step foot on a bike, then I'll do whatever I can, honestly. Absolutely. Great. That's great. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. One last question. Very important. This could decide the fate of the world. No, just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Do you have a biker nickname? I don't. What? Uh, I don't. What the much, hell? You ride with all these much, guys and you don't. No, they they we all pretty much go by they'll call me bird sometimes, but other than that, bike and bird, bird or Justin, like it's there's no real nickname. You don't I, really? I'm what? the giver of the nicknames. <laughs> so uh, I have a habit of giving nicknames to people. Yeah, so like Team Bradley, his real name's Brad, but I called him Bradley and it pissed him off. <laughs> and then my girlfriend called him Bradford. So we were trying to start a campaign to see like uh, who would who would win. So I said, "Go vote for Team Bradley," and that's kind of how his nickname stuck. And then uh, Uncle Ken—he's not my uncle. Everyone thinks that, but he's <laughs> he's not old enough to be my uncle. First off, but uh, he he sells this uh, like a like a Cajun seasoning, and it's called Uncle Ken's Worm Dirt, and that's what he gave me the first day he met me. So since then, he's been Uncle Ken. And then, damn it, Donnie, it's just because he's always screwing up. So you, <laughs> it, it literally comes out dozens of times every ride. It's just, damn it, Donnie, like, you forgot the map again, or you, you didn't charge your Cena, <laughs> that's, or that's you name great, it. That's a great name. That's a great name. <laughs> and then uh, Roadblock, he had his nickname already when he came to the group because yeah. he's he's been leaders of, he's been a leader of Hawk chapters and things like that. But until I, I rode with him, I finally understood it's because he – if you need a block, he will block. <laughs> he will. He'll. He'll cut off semis. Anything he can do to keep the group safe. He's you gotta have a good block in every group oh, ride. You yeah. have to. <laughs> he, you don't have is, a block. He's one screwed. of the best. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I think we're just gonna call you Bird. I mean, I'm that's, okay with that's, that. That's because yeah, you cool. already have it. Just, I'm not gonna come up with a new name for you because I was, I, I was trying to prep myself for that in case if you didn't have one. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm, I'm looking through trying to find something, but everything you have, like, what could I go? And I saw how much video gear you had. And I was going to there's got to be something there, you know. So well, I don't it's, know. It's pretty much either bird or fat ginger asshole. One of those. Well, fat one of the ginger other. asshole? <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a few select group of haters that uh, like to pop their heads up every now and then. Oh, okay. Uh, they, I, have, uh, 
got notifications turned on though, so usually within the first ten minutes of the video being up, I'll have a couple guests on. So oh. if they're gonna hate, I at least appreciate them uh, turning the notifications on for me and giving me that, uh, that view. No, oh, great. Fat ginger <laughs> asshole. F F G A. Yeah, hey. doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue. Um, well, that's it. I'll tell you what. So just stick around for a second. I'm just going to do a little bit of business, and then we'll close out the show. So this is uh, Justin from um, Bike and Bird Moto Vlog, and you can check him out on YouTube. And also go to his uh, website, which is uh, bikeandbird.com. He's got a whole list of everything, what he's got, and he'll, he'll give you stuff. you got stickers and things like that, too, don't you? Hey. Deal right now. All right. Um, with regard to the motorcycle, man, stick around. Well, in the next uh, Tuesday, Tuesday we're going to be doing another studio show, and I'll have uh, Tim Buck Two and Chris the Joker with me. Uh, the brothers will be back in the studio for some crazy madness, and we're going to do our review of the International Motorcycle Show, which we just attended at, at the Jacob Javits Center. Are you going to be going that? I think it's coming to Dallas. Are you going to be heading to that, uh, Justin? That's about a seven-hour drive. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we had, a, we had a pretty cool time there. We, we met up with some people. We uh, had some chit-chats. We sat on a lot of bikes. Um, it was a lot of fun. Make fun of all the, the concept bikes that y'all were talking about? You know, they didn't have any there. Ah. They didn't have any concept bikes, but they had a lot of other cool stuff, and, you know, it, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. They, you know, they yeah. fed us. It was a media day, uh, so it was good. And so if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to, what you can do is you could call in uh, to 908-514-4070, and you can call in, and then we'll yell at you on the phone. That's what we do. <laughs> and uh, you can also check us out, MotorcycleMen.us. That's the website. And don't, remember, don't forget that we also moved over to Buzzsprout for our hosting, and the link is on the uh, website. Uh, it'll also be in the show notes, too, so you can get the correct RSS feed and listen to the show. If you want to donate and send us all of your money uh, to help support the show, you can do that through PayPal to motomenpc at gmail.com. If you don't, uh, we'll send you a sticker. If you want stickers, just let us know. Send us an email at motomenpc at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send, uh, send money to Justin. He wants money, too. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm actually starting my Patreon uh, January 1st, 2018. So. You know, we, ha we had a Patreon and we killed it. Really? Yeah, we just we, we weren't getting uh, that much activity. And, of course, you know, we, were, we didn't have any extra content, so we, yeah. I just felt like we were just – it wasn't worth it for, for our listeners. So I just said screw it. But yeah, anyway. it's, it's, a big, it's a big task to take on, really. Yeah, it is. It is. But anyway, so we have uh, – and Woody, can remember, our friend uh, Woody, uh, he's uh, – we don't know where he is um, – I, saw, I created this uh, little character. You know, you know Woody from the uh, Toy, Stores, Toy Story oh, movies? Absolutely. Okay. So I got, a, I got the company Road ID to make a little badge for him. And I decided I was going to send Woody around the world. Well, he left here in New Jersey, and he went to England. Then he went through all over England. Then he went to Spain. And I haven't seen him, anything from him since. So um, uh, as soon as we hear from Woody, he'll be back in town. And then we got some other riders <laughs> who want to take him. <laughs> I talk about it like he's a real person. I know, yeah. You know, and, and the funny thing is, everybody who gets him talks to him, talks about him like he is a real person. <laughs> I get photographs. So here I am with Woody doing this, and so it's it's a really it's a fun thing. That is so awesome. It is a, it is awesome. You know, so um, and that's about it. So again, uh, join us next Tuesday, which will be uh, the twelfth of December, and we're going to have our studio show, and that 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 uh, podcast will be out uh, on the thirteenth. For you to listen to, and we have our Christmas show coming up. Uh, we're going to do some goofy stuff, uh, so why don't you stick around for that? Listen up for that. We got a couple more interviews coming up too before the end of the year. We're going to take our uh, our winter break, and that'll be it. Um, Justin, you want to uh, help me sign off? So why don't you give us a, a little closing comment? All right. Did I lose you? I, oh, there you uh, I just wanted you to pass a message. I can't remember if it was uh, Chris or the other guy, but uh, he said people that are, are still riding down south can go fuck themselves. Well, <laughs> I, when, next time I turn on the news and I hear uh, about a, a pussy up in New Jersey passing out and dying of heat stroke when it's 90 degrees, I'll tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're just going to put me on the spot like that? No, you can just say anything. Just... <laughs> well, give give about, us a sign I... off. How about I do do my outro, the one okay, I do on every... Well, hold on. It's a podcast, so... That's okay. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. If you like this podcast, go ahead and hit that like button. If you haven't already, go ahead and punch that subscribe button. 
And as always, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you very much, Justin. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page at Motorcycle Men Podcast on Facebook, and that's where you hit the like button. Uh, and you can also go to uh, iTunes and subscribe and leave us a comment, some, uh, some feedback on iTunes if you want. All right, I am Ted, and um, we're here in the V-Twin Cafe. Did you know we were in the V-Twin Cafe, by the way? I was actually going to ask you that. I yes, was ask Because the last episode I, asked, I, I listened to, um, you guys were eating. And I was like, okay, now that makes me think. <laughs> are they actually in a cafe? <laughs> I'll never tell. You know. <laughs> but yes, we're here in the V-Twin Cafe in the corner booth. In sunny downtown Cranford, New Jersey, where it's always 72 and sunny, even when it's freezing balls outside. <laughs> I am Ted, and we are coming to you from the Motorcycle Man Podcast, episode 120. What did I say? 121? Yeah, 121. And Justin, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. All right, take care.